And welcome back, everybody, to the third installment of Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes, Practical Tools to Improve Your Mood and Quality of Life. We're continuing on with the matrix. In the first two segments, we talked about increasing your awareness of what does a rich and meaningful life look like to you. We also talked about your toward behaviors. That is, what do you do that helps you move toward your goals and those things that are important to you? And what types of behaviors can you do to help yourself conserve your energy and be most um, prepared to do those things that help you move towards your goals and values. Then we moved on to talking about what thoughts and emotions do you have that support your behaviors to, of moving towards your goals and values. If you are not motivated to achieve your goals and values, then you're not going to be real motivated to do those behaviors. If you don't feel like you have the power, if you don't feel like you have the ability to achieve your goals, then you're not going to do those behaviors either. So feelings and emotions and thoughts like empowerment, optimism, and self-compassion are really important in helping you continue to be excited and be motivated to do the hard work to help you reach your goals and values. Then we moved on to talking about what are those things that we do that drain our energy and keep us from achieving our goals and values. And we talked about the fact that a lot of times when we have unpleasant feelings, we go on autopilot. And our first reaction is to make those feelings go away. We want to numb those feelings. We don't want to feel distress. And while that's totally understandable, none of us likes to hurt evaluating whether that's the best use of our, of our energy. Because a lot of times when we avoid unpleasant feelings, they fester. Whatever caused that anger, whatever caused that anxiety, may continue to grow. It may not, but it may. So you need to check that out. And you need to decide, are these behaviors that I'm engaging in helping me or a good use of my energy to help me reach my goals, or are they just distracting me? Am I kind of spitting into the wind? Um, one example that I gave was getting on social media and reading something that irritated you. And remember, that's an unpleasant feeling. But because you have an unpleasant feeling, that's just your mind saying, that may have been an insult to your self-esteem. That may have been an indication that you're not in control of everything all the time. Oh my gosh. And your body says threat, but your mind can look at it and go, you know what, John Smith, who lives over in Idaho, it, really arguing with him is not worth my energy. And whatever this thing is that I read that irritated me isn't important enough to my goals and values for me to dump a whole bunch of energy into arguing or trying to prove my point. So I'm going to let it go. And that can mean blocking John Smith. That can mean ignoring it. That can mean just closing Facebook and going on and doing something else for a little while. You don't have to act on it. Now, there are a lot of positive things from social media. Don't get me wrong. But you need to evaluate things as they come up. And each time, cognizantly, with full awareness, before you choose a behavior, before you choose an action, ask yourself, is this going to help me get closer to my goals or am I just kind of wasting time? Now, there's a time for relaxation. And relaxation and rejuvenation goes in that behaviors category that helps you achieve your goals. So even if it doesn't directly 
help you get a promotion at work or whatever it is that you have over in that category it may enable you to relax and rebalance enough so you have the energy to focus at work and get the promotion that you're hoping for you need to think a little bit broadly but let's take a little bit more of a look at how do we do this how do you unhook that autopilot how do you not respond to somebody who says something rude on facebook well the first step is acceptance making room for unpleasant feelings sensations and urges like an unexpected guest i'm kind of rigid i like to plan so if somebody just shows up on my doorstep knock 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 hey can i stay with you for the weekend i don't want to be unkind so i'm probably going to say yes but dealing with it and figuring there's going to be some stress involved in it knowing that i want to make sure that i have a little bit of room for unexpected events whether it's an unexpected guest or you know the dog gets sick and i have to spend half the day at the vet's office or whatever the case is i need to make room in my life which also means freeing up some energy reserves you know having a little nest egg of energy that can help me deal when something unexpected happens allowing this unpleasant sensation or situation to come and go without running from it or giving it undue attention now if my dog's sick yes i mean it is very very stressful but there's a difference between being worried about brewster and taking him to the taking him to the vet versus being worried about brewster and getting myself all worked up into a tizzy giving it undue attention going through all the possibilities of what deadly illness he could have and the worst possible outcome you see how i can use a lot of extra energy and give it undue attention when in reality what i need to do is just say okay boo boo sick he needs to go to the vet let's make it happen two suggestions for handling feelings when they come up you know cuz i'll admit when my animals get sick or something bad happens occasionally my mind goes to that dark place so you can either take yoda's perspective and tell those unpleasant thoughts talk to the hand you must refuse to acknowledge them it's just you're here that's fine but i'm not going to dote over you or you can pretend like they're clouds and watching clouds i still do it you know i'm 40 something years old i will lay in the grass and watch the clouds they can come in and they go out they don't stop there's nothing you can do to stop them so if you envision feelings like that they come in and they're kind of right before you for a little bit and then they go out and you'll never see them again it can help you realize that you can tolerate emotions cuz they're only going to be there for a short time and you can refuse to give them too much attention the next step is stepping back once the feeling is there you know that unexpected guest is there you need to step back and figure out okay what are my options i kind of liken this to being on an interstate and being in a traffic jam and there are cars for as far as the eye can see in front of you and behind you you have no idea what caused the traffic jam you don't know if it's just you know 50 feet or if it's 6 miles so you're just sitting there in the thick of it wondering and probably giving it more attention than it's worth thinking about how impositioned you are and getting frustrated that you're stuck in it and irritated that you can't get over to the next lane and all that other stuff stepping back means saying okay let me get out of this 
which in this scenario is akin to pulling out your iPhone and looking at it, opening the Waze app, and trying to figure out where that traffic jam is and what your options are. Because you know what? The first exit may not be the best option for you. Maybe it's best to wait through this little traffic jam because it's really only 100 yards and it's unpleasant right now, but it's going to take you longer to go out and around and about. So when you step back, you're able to see what all your options are and what is causing the problem and make a more informed decision about how to most effectively reach your destination. Do you hear a theme here? So stepping back and recognizing that thoughts are just temporary, automatic events made of words and memories. I can't tolerate this. This is unfair. This is the worst thing ever. Whatever your thoughts are, they're going to come and go. You don't have to hold on to them. But when you're stuck in the thick of it, it feels like you are trapped, just like it feels like you're trapped on the interstate. So let's go through a scenario so you can see what I mean. Think of a negative self-judgment that takes the form of I am X. So I am stupid, I am lazy, I am ugly, I am, you know, there's lots of negative things that we tell ourselves. Think about it. Believe it as much as you can and notice how it affects you. And I'm not going to stop for you to really sit there and mull on it because I don't want you to get stuck in a funk before we get finished with the presentation. But notice how it affects you. Now, insert the phrase, I am having the thought that in front of I am X. So I am having the thought that I am stupid. Well, I have the thought that I'm stupid a lot. My kids will tell you. I'll be walking through the house and I'll forget where I laid something down. And, you know, I'm like, well, that was a moronic thing to do. Um, I have that thought a lot. Does it mean that I am a moron? Well, ask my kids. They may come up with something different. But in general, I believe no. I was having the thought that I was doing something idiotic. And, you know, I kind of was. But a thought and a behavior are things you can change or get rid of. So I am having the thought that instead of saying I am helps you step back from negative self-judgments. Another example that I can give you in, involves a behavior. I need to fill in the blank. I need to have a cigarette. I need to have a drink. Same thing. If you think about it and dwell on it, you feel trapped. I need. That, that is pretty powerful wording there. Now, if you insert the phrase, I'm having the thought that in front of it, it takes away a lot of the power. I'm having the thought that I need to have a cigarette. I'm having the thought that I need to have a drink. Well, thoughts will come and go, so I need to do something until this thought passes because my goals and values are not in concert with me having a drink or having a cigarette. So once you have started to realize how to take a step back, how to take away some of the power of those feelings, instead of saying, I need, it's I'm having the thought that I need. Instead of saying, I am. I'm having the thought that I am. You can address your thoughts. Those are pretty easy to either refuse to talk to or to change or to figure out what to do with. Okay, so now you know your options. You've stepped back. You've gotten some more power. What do you do? Well, now you've got to unhook. Just because you're having the thought that you want to have a drink, well, what do you do with that? You've got to unhook from it because having the thought doesn't mean you have to do the behavior. You know, you're not a train. You are not linked together. 
we want to unhook those behaviors so when you're having this thought you don't automatically feel like you have to do the behavior so think about a behavior that you automatically do when you get stressed or angry such as drink use drugs smoke self-injure lash out withdraw sleep there's a whole bunch of stuff we can do eat um, how can you be pause to become mindful so you can unhook so what things can you do that can help you practice the pause and one of them we just talked about was stepping back so i encourage you this week to practice pausing when you feel like you have to do something when you feel like you have to react insert that phrase i'm having the thought that i need to respond my options are because that's stepping back and taking a look and identifying and then you can choose from your options part of using the statement i'm having the feeling that or i'm having the thought that it encourages you to get more into your rational mind and more out of your emotional mind so you can make a wiser decision to use dbt terminology so in review of the matrix your away behaviors generally provide immediate reward in the short term but are either neutral or unhelpful at achieving long-term goals yelling getting angry fighting with someone using drugs it numbs the pain in the moment but probably doesn't help you achieve your goals your away thoughts and feelings are generally those feelings that are unpleasant that are based in anger or fear and that's okay that's your body saying something's not right here so you need to check it out that doesn't mean that you have to act on it that means you've got to check it out and decide whether it's worth acting on once you check it out you figure out what's going on you're taking a step back you look at all your options and you choose what you want to do with your energy hopefully to help you move towards your goals so in general again going through this one more time when something happens you know you can do toward behaviors you can prevent reacting strongly and negatively by making sure that you're a hundred percent you know if you're on your a game you're going to be less likely to react negatively or react in ways that are unhelpful so make sure you're well rested well nourished and dealing with any chronic pain or illness engage in supportive relationships and that includes being supportive of yourself if you're having an off day be compassionate with yourself and go you know i'm not on my a game i'm gonna do what i can today and i'm gonna do my best but i'm gonna cut myself some slack and practice activities figure out what you can do to improve and accept the moment remember improve means imagery meaning prayer one thing in the moment taking a mental vacation and encouragement of yourself accept means engaging in positive activities contributing comparing yourself to others who are doing less well emotional change so doing something that will help you feel the opposite emotion pushing away negative thoughts just refusing to think about them for a few minutes and or focusing on the, the sensations in the moment what you see smell hear taste and can feel you can look those up online you can google the acronyms for improve the moment or accepts um, or you can go to the module on vulnerabilities and learn more about that okay so those toward behaviors help you be on your a game 
they give you the tools to move towards your goals and values but they require that you believe that doing those things will help you that you believe that you can achieve your goals that you're determined to achieve those goals and that you're willing to let go of some stuff that's just not going to help you out because sometimes it's just really tempting to hold on to something and nurture it but it doesn't do you any good and it drains your energy so are you willing to let it go it's a decision you've got to make for yourself your away behaviors numb things in the moment make you feel better in the short term but generally when you wake up sober up finish yelling whatever the situation is you don't feel any better you may even feel worse because you're like oh, crap i did it again which makes you feel more like you lost control more like a failure guilty for what you did which sends you back into escape and avoidance behaviors so you're stuck over here what we need to do is when you feel that feeling figure out how do you stop step back and evaluate your options how do you unhook so let's take a look at it with anger and anxiety you wake up or you're dealing with chronic anger and anxiety issues and it it's painful it sucks your away feelings that these are feelings you're feeling a lot right now you feel anger or fear or both you feel like a failure you feel like you know you shouldn't feel this way you may feel a loss of control because you can't seem to control your worry or you can't seem to control your temper you feel like you're just completely at the whim and mercy of your emotions and your thoughts and you fear rejection and isolation because you know that a lot of people don't want to be around someone who's angry or stressed out or just unpleasant to be around all the time which may send you into escape behaviors if you don't know what your options are you feel these feelings and you feel trapped you feel powerless so you may want to escape when that escape behavior is over nothing has changed you still feel the same so you're stuck if you wake up and you feel you're having a really high anxiety day you don't know what you're worried about you're just worried about everything that's the case with generalized anxiety and it's frustrating when you can't figure out well what is it that i am so stressed out about well you can stay over here in this away from quadrant and try to figure it out and argue with yourself about how you should feel or you can acknowledge that i am having a high anxiety day let me look at what are some things i can do to an improve the next moment address any physical physical vulnerabilities i can go easy on the caffeine today um, i can try to get a better night's sleep tonight maybe you need to call in sick to work um take a mental health day i wouldn't encourage doing that all the time but every once in a while sometimes that's the compassionate thing to do for you and everybody else engage supportive relationships reach out to someone and say you know what i'm struggling today and i could use you know a friend to help me go out and do something to distract myself and focus on your improve the moment and accepting skills focus on doing things that are going to help you work towards your goals and values pick something in your goals and values and say what is it that i can do to work towards that what is i what is it that i can do that i have some control over i may not have control over the fact that i feel anxious today but i can focus my energy on doing something for which i have control so you've identified what happiness looks like for you 
You've identified your goals and values. You've identified behaviors and thoughts that keep you from moving towards your goal. And you've learned that you can accept unpleasant feelings without having to act on them. You can unhook from them and choose a different behavior. You can choose a different route. You can resist urges and behaviors that drain your precious energy and keep you stuck by just understanding that they will come and go. And you can choose not to act. You can step back from your urges and thoughts so you can get a better look at what's going on and what your options are. And then you can identify thoughts and behaviors in context to choose the most helpful ones to keep you safe, obviously, but help you move towards your ultimate goal of being happy and whatever else you put in those categories of a rich and meaningful life. You can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join our Facebook group at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook or join our community at DocSnipes.com. Have an absolutely wonderful week. Thanks for tuning in to Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes. Our mission is to make practical tools for living the happiest life of Thanks for tuning in to Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes. Our mission is to make practical tools for living the happiest life affordable and accessible to everyone. We record the podcast during a Facebook Live broadcast each week. Join us free at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook. Remember our website, DocSnipes.com, has even more resources, members-only videos, handouts, and workbooks to help you apply what we talk about. New resources are added weekly. During the first half of 2017, we're offering introductory memberships. Lock in the introductory rate of $5 per month for the Happiness Basic membership, which includes all texts, videos, and worksheets, or $14.99 per month for the Happiness Plus membership, which includes everything from the basic membership plus access to the weekly members-only educational groups and question-and-answer sessions with Doc Snipes, designed to help you start living happier, faster. If you like this podcast and want to support the work we're doing, for as little as $3.99 per month, you can become a supporter at DocSnipes.com join. Again, thank you for joining us and let us know how we can help you.